You're tuned in to Daily to Kind, and my name is Sakiha Paulo, the Ashtohine. Some of you guys might know me as Mata Earth on Instagram. Welcome to my sacred space on the World Wide Web. I'm a Wahine preneur, an astral lifestyle advisor utilizing modern sidereal astrology. Join me every weekday for energy forecasts based off of planetary and luminary transits, solar activity, and the Schumann resonance. I'll also be sharing my unfiltered thoughts from an eclectic Hawaiian spiritualist perspective and talking about everything from motherhood, the metaphysical, to mindset. I have a challenge for you guys, and that is to take back your mana. Kako, I want you to know that this is so easy, yet it's so hard. You know, you're like, what? It's so easy to change up that narrative, change your story, and shift things from giving your mana away to others to not doing that anymore. Yet it's hard because the actual application of doing these things is scary. It's hard. And yet it's so easy. First, I want to get into the different ways that we give away our power. The first example would be by thinking that we need to be or do the things that our elders, our ancestors, our makua, our parents want us to do. If that's not aligned with your oya, then you're not meant for that. That's not your purpose. It's not your mission. It's not why you're here. And I know that one's a hard one, especially if you're like, you know, really respect your your elders. And sometimes they're not always right. They have good intentions. But if you are unhappy, if you are forcing... If you are feeling called to do something that's just totally different from what their belief is, then you're giving your mana away. You ever feel called to do something, maybe on social media? I guess that would be the best example right now. Um, Post a selfie or a transformation picture. Or sing and make an IGTV video or go live and show everybody what you're painting or do a card reading on your YouTube channel or talk about, you know, something that deals with politics or religion or the pandemic and you feel passionate about this thing. You feel really called to do this thing or to talk about this thing or to share this thing. And then you 
kind of contract inward because you are afraid of what other people are going to say or think about you as a human, as a, as a person, right? And then you don't do it. Is that any of that familiar? If it's not, I commend you because you are intrinsically aligned with your mana and you're not giving it away. But if that sounds familiar to you, this podcast is going to be so empowering if you take that the steps or if you apply what you learn. Yeah, we'll say that way from this episode. So before I get to the how to do this, I know I'm sorry. We're going to get into the why. This is really important to know. So everything is energy and frequency, right? It's a scientifically proven theory. I don't know. It's not a theory anymore. Um, And so with that said, that means the saying like attracts like is very valid, right? Because whatever you are on the same vibration as because we're all energy you will bring towards you and so in life you are constantly conspiring with akua to co-create this life that you are living and you are designing this life okay through the choices that you make you are never alone that's why they say god is always with you because because akua is here with you right now, co-creating your life. And as a parent, if you are a parent, imagine if you're a parent, if you're not a parent, but when your children want something, you want to give it to them. Even if it's not aligned with your truth, it's aligned with their truth. It's aligned with the person that they're becoming, right? And you want to give those things to them. Akua is the same motherfucking way. Think about that. I really, and this is going to go off on a little tiny tangent, but I feel like, I feel like Hines, they, they had an understanding of, of that. That's why Akua sounds so much like Makua, your parents. Ooh. Okay, anyway. So, um... When you are vibrating at the same frequency of something, that is you telling Akua, I want this thing. So if you are vibrating at the same frequency as drama, yes, you attracted that thing because like attracts like. And this is hard for people to grasp because it puts the responsibility on them. Yeah. I told this to someone one time and she was freaking pissed at me. Because here's the thing, her grandmother had caught COVID. She got the coronavirus, okay? And so that means her grandmother was vibrating at the same frequency of the coronavirus. And that was really upsetting to her to hear me say something like that, right? Or to imply that, I guess. I didn't really say those words, but... That was the what I was implying. And that was upsetting to her because 
like, how dare I say something about her grandma? But you know what? Think about it. Think about it. You know, is she really taking care of her body? I mean, I get it. She's older. Um, and sometimes it gets hard. But <laughs> how? How is she vibrating at the same frequency as, as the coronavirus and attracted that to her? Because honestly, guys, uh, uh, I'm going to go off on another tangent for a minute. <laughs> the, the coronavirus is an energy too. Think about that. What we just talked about. Everything is energy. It's frequency. That's why the saying like attracts like is so valid. And so I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on anybody. But like I said, it's really hard for people to take, take on that responsibility or to, to see that, yeah, that, that we are responsible for bringing everything that we bring. Oh, so you're saying that a woman who gets abused by her husband attracted that? Yes. She was vibrating at the same frequency as being abused by her husband. Sorry, I don't make the rules. I'm just here to share the information. But you know what's really dope about this? Yes, there's something good about this. Is that when we realize what we're vibrating at the same frequency as, we have the power to shift that. We have the power to make the changes and say, I'm not going to subscribe to this narrative. This is not going to be a part of my story. I'm no longer going to be the victim in my story. You get to take action, Kako. When you realize this and that, that's how you take back your power. That's how you start. You stop giving away your mana to other people, to situations, because you know, you know, you're in control. You're co-creating your life with Akua. And you have the power. Not, not like government power where it's like all about having fear and control. It's a different sort of power that we're talking about. Yeah? You having control of your own life, not another person's. That's a different type of power that right there. So when you are contracting or playing small you're you're telling Akua that you want more of that but when you are taking up space and being expansive and no longer playing small that is when you are telling Akua that's what you want more of when you are gossiping and in drama with like friends or whatever it becomes bigger and bigger it get it get it turns into this big monster right because you are telling Akua you want more of that and that's why sometimes not no response is a response you know what i mean because you're you're letting that person know and you're also letting Akua know that you're not going to entertain that shit no longer and you're going in a different direction and there is no I want this, but I don't want this. Because Akua, that energy, source energy, doesn't know how to, not that it doesn't know how, but it, it doesn't take the time to differentiate between what you want and what you don't want. It's just whatever, whatever it is that you are thinking about is what it's going to focus on giving you more of. That's why when you manifest or manifest is what I like to say, 
when you put power, your power, your mana behind what it is that you are are trying to create in your life or trying to bring to fruition. What was I saying? Oh, when you manifest, you don't use specific words or certain words. I mean, you don't say stuff like, I need to lose 60 pounds. I want to live in Hawaii. I wish I could travel the world. You don't want to say wish. You don't want to say need. You don't want to say want. You don't want to say hope. When you are manifesting and writing down these affirmations or whatever, saying them out loud or thinking about them, you want to act like they are already happening. And the reason is because if you don't do that and you say need, oh, you want to need? You still want to be needy? Here, let me give you more of that needy. That's what Akua does. You want to wish? Okay, here's more wishing. Oh, you want to hope? Here's more hoping. You get what I'm saying? But when you're when you are embodying and speaking as if it's already happening, you're declaring that in the present moment and saying, I am healthy and 60 pounds lighter. That's what you are going to attract because like attracts like. And you attract the things that you think about the most. So if you're thinking about hoping and wanting and needing and all that shit. That's what you're going to get more of because that's what you're thinking about, right? But if you are declaring and standing in your power and, and saying, this is what I am. Then you're going to get more of that. But, you know, you also have to take the action steps to get there. You can't just declare it and then it falls in your lap. That's kind of like the energetic side of manifesting. You also have to do things in this physical realm that we live in physically, right? So whether that means working hard, showing up for your workouts, eating aipono, starting that business so that you can travel or saving the money so that you can travel. There we go. Um, that's what you need to do in the, in the 3D realm. I would say when you manifest and you have these affirmations or you make these declarations or whatever, right? That's more of like, I guess, the 5D realm where the energy is. I hope that makes sense. And so that's how you, that's how you take back your power. First, you have to recognize that you're, you're giving it away by playing small. And then you have to shift that and take the action steps, steps by doing things differently and also change your mindset about it. And that's how you stop giving away your power to people and to things and to situations. So the short version of the long version is to realize how you are giving away your mana by not, by not living your truth, by not showing up as your true authentic self and not realizing that you are constantly co-creating this life with a cool and that you are attracting everything that happens to you with your mana, <laughs> essentially. So, 
how to stop giving away your power is to shift the narrative. First, you have to see, you have to be maka'ala enough, right? To see that you are giving away your power and how you're doing that. And then basically flip it and do the complete opposite. I guess you could say that. Um, Or figure out a, a way to switch it, to change it, to be what it is that you want, what it is that you want to embody, what it is that you want to experience, what it is that you want to attract. Because you have that power to make that change, to say, I am no longer going to whatever, do this. And I'm going to change things with my thoughts and with the actions that I, or the decisions that I make, my choices, right? The things that I do. It's that simple. But yet it's hard. See what I was saying? Holy shit. So now that that's out of the way, I'm going to share some personal, I guess, stuff with you guys. Um, let's see. Where do I want to start? <laughs> this morning... Um, I was outside watering my, my garden and that's where I have all my vegetables and stuff. And I noticed that where the melons are, I have watermelon and I have cantaloupe. Um, the vines, they used to stand up really tall and nice and cover the melons and they're starting to die. And I'm like, what is happening right now? I don't understand. We recently had like a really bad thunderstorm. I did find some, you know, things in my garden that like flew around. And, but I was like, ah, that wouldn't kill like my my cantaloupe, you know, the vines in there. You know, it was like small, like a small pot, like an empty pot that I, I left outside. It flew into there. Um, it was a tent that I had over my banana peppers that flew in there. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And so today I finally realized what it is. And it's rats. So your girl is vibrating at the same frequency of motherfucking rats um, that destroy gardens. And so <laughs> I'm like, what does this mean? But you know what? It's a theme. It is a theme, Kako, and I'm going to get into it. And I think it's a little symbolic, I guess you could say. Um, and, and, you know, that's the beauty of Akua is that Akua is constantly talking to us and showing us messages to help us, help us to be better versions of ourself. We just have to be paying attention. We have to be makala. We have to be woke. We have to be aware. We have to be conscious. No. So I tried to share the, this story um, earlier, but I kept getting um, interrupted. So I don't think it all uploaded. So we're going to try and do this in one take. So this is going to be about my beach body business. And it is going to be relevant to the podcast um, topic or the episodes topic. And um, But it's about my hui and something that happened to me um, this week and how I also gave my power away to a situation and um and how I shifted that so what had happened we're we're going to have I'm going to I'm going to name some people with fake names okay so I have two coaches one we'll call Jane one we'll call Jenny and we have a Kane who's kind of more of a feminine Kane we're going to call him Karen 
yep, we're calling him Karen. I, I give zero fucks. So um, what had happened was in the middle of this month, around the 15th-ish, I want to say, um, one of my coaches, Jenny, she had reached out to our hui in a DM, a group DM that we have that we all chit-chat in and had said, um, hey, I have this friend, you know, he's he's doing this shit with us. Well, she didn't say it like that. This is in Kehao language. And, you know, would you guys reach out, you know, support him in his journey, you know, he whatever. So, of course, because I got quality peeps on my team. Like, I am not soul collecting with this team. I am connecting and allowing and saying yes and inviting people that I really, really resonate with. Because the first time I was a coach, I was trying to soul collect. I was just trying to get everybody and their mama to join me. But I've learned that that is not how I want to build this time. And um, this time, I have I got way further than I did the first time, you know. So I'm really proud of the way that I'm building this time. And I love each and every one of my coaches. And so, of course, because we have such a solid hui, um, everybody reached out to him, you know. And um, it was beautiful. So I checked out his shit on social media and I assumed he was a coach already because he was posting like a coach. And I was like, of course, he's 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 posting this way because Jenny is a fucking badass and taught him probably how to do all of the, te- all the things. So I assumed he was a coach. Um, so because I thought he was a coach, you know, I, I saw like he posted, you know, when I pe- watch people's stories. I really watch their stories because I understand algorithm. I'm not a tap through kind of person because then they're going to keep showing up. And if I don't resonate with their shit, I don't want them to keep showing up. So if you ever see me watching your story, it's because I'm actually watching your story. I don't tap through shit. Um, I, I tap. And then if it doesn't resonate, I swipe because that's how you get rid of it. So it doesn't show up again. So anyway, um, yeah, so I'm watching his shit with that mindset of that. He's a coach and I saw him share his Apple watch or something. And I'm like, oh, my God. I have an Apple Watch too. Like, be my friend on the activity app because I want to fucking so collect on that one because that's fun. Like, you can, like, like cheer on people when they work out and, you know, whatever. When they achieve certain things, you can, like, cheer them on. And I love that shit. So I'm like, oh, my God, let's be friends on the Apple Watch. Like, this is my number because that's the only way I know how to add people is by giving them my phone number. So we exchange phone numbers. And yeah, we've been doing that. We've been, you know, being friends on all the things. And keep in mind, this guy lives in Utah, up in northern Utah, where I live. Like, yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, like we could be friends. And he's local, like he's from Hawaii. And, you know, he lives in Ogden. Like, this is perfect. Like, we could probably be friends. And I love, you know, I think he's gay. I love gay boys. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yes, Karen, you know, like, let's be friends. So let's be friends on all the things. So anyway... But it was kind of weird because the first time I, when I gave him my number, he called me and I was like, nope. You know, like I said, you got to say no sometimes. Well, I don't know if I said this. Sometimes you got to say no to others in order to say yes to yourself. Because when you say yes to others and you don't want to and you're saying no to yourself, you're giving your power away. So for me, I don't like phone calls. Yeah, I'll voila out my face out on this podcast, but I'm really not a telephone talking person. Like text me text me but if i'm calling you know that it's important because i don't call people just to say oh what you doing like uh uh-uh if i really want to know that i'm going to text somebody but um anyway 
I'm just like that. I don't know. I know some people are sort of old fashioned and they hate texting, but I'm just, yeah, no, text me. It feels a little intrusive <laughs> when people call me. I don't even know if that makes sense. Anyway, so he called me and I was like, nope, decline. And then I'm like, what's up? You know, I text him. And, uh, and I'm not ashamed of it. You know, I will tell people straight up, like, don't call me, text me. Like if you, and, and don't fucking FaceTime me either, bitch. Like I ain't no fucking millennial or fucking post millennial. Don't fucking FaceTime me. Don't fucking Facebook live chat me or whatever the fuck it's called. Video chat me. Don't fucking call me on Instagram message. It. Like, you, no, <laughs> text me, bitch. But anyway. Okay. So yeah, I was like, what's up? And he was like, oh, nothing. I just seen what you're doing or whatever. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm just momming. Okay. Have a great day. You know, I, I made it short. I'm busy. You know, no, nothing against him. Like, I just want to be your friend on the fucking Apple watch. Like, that's it. So that, that, that went on. Okay. So we just do the same shit, you know, support each other, be nice, talk story. Well, then I had invited him to be to go to Summit with our Hui, which is a big beach body event that they're going to um, be hosting next year. And I, I want to say it's like in, fuck, I already forget. I don't know where it's going to be, but it's going to be someplace in the mainland. And I was like telling, I think I shared it that I got a free ticket because I earned a free ticket to go. So I w he commented on it and was like, oh my God, you know, da, da, da. like said something about it. I'm like, you should come with us. Like we should go because Jane's going to go and Jenny's going to go and so-and-so is going to go. You know, I'm just naming all the people that are going to go. And I'm like, it would be so fun if you went to. And so he was like, yeah, I would totally love that. And all da, 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 da. But see, I think he didn't realize that it's only for coaches. <laughs> you can't go if you're a challenger. And at the time, I didn't realize he was just a challenger, which is AKA a customer. Okay. So he was one of Jane's customers that I thought was a coach. Because honestly, if I knew he was a, a customer, I would have never given this guy my number. I would have never added him to my Apple Watch. Do you get what I'm saying? There's little boundaries, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that I would set up, like where I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, I wouldn't, I'm not, we're not going there. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll support you on Instagram. Um, but anyway, so um, yeah, that that happened. And, you know, I just went about whatever. And then I think it was that weekend, um, that's when I found out he was actually a challenger from another coach on my hui, which is Jane. So Jane had uh texted me and you know she doesn't usually like text me you know very much um unless something's going on so she texted me and was like kind of like i kind of fucked up uh with karen and i'm like what you know because that's jenny's person you know that's jenny's coach and she's like well karen's actually a, a a challenger and i'm like oh what i didn't even freaking know that i'm like what i fucking gave that bitch like my number and everything invited motherfucker to the summit and you know all this stuff she's like cracking up she's like well what happened was you know because i'm like okay so what'd you do like what what happened like what are you worried about and so she was like well karen had expressed that he doesn't want jenny to be his coach anymore and now keep in mind that before karen came to our hui through jenny he actually had another coach first and then switched to jenny now he wants to switch to jane and now he wants to switch to somebody else just so you know but we'll get into that later and i'm like huh that's really interesting that was kind of a red flaggy for me because he had said she's not genuine and i was like really jenny is not genuine like the that's why i named her jenny on this but anyways because she's super genuine she's super like just just she gives a fuck about people i mean she used to be a teacher you gotta have a certain heart to give a fuck about other people's children because sorry other people's children they get on my fucking nerves uh yeah don't ask me to coach your children <laughs> sorry 
I, I can't be too serious on these things. I'm just kidding, sort of. Okay, so anyway, I was kind of like, huh, how the fuck are you going to say that about Jenny? Like, that's bullshit. Like, you know, but I was thinking that. I didn't say anything about it to Jenny. I was just kind of like, huh, that's weird. And even she kind of was like, yeah, I didn't think that sat right with me because we all know Jenny is fucking just she's she's fucking amazing like she's good people you know what I mean and so it just didn't feel right you know and I guess he had called her on the phone Jane and I mean she didn't say this but I kind of feel like the the what I get from the what I gather from the whole conversation is that he called her and kind of pressured her into letting him switch to her but Jane didn't really want him to be you know, on her shit, you know, her, her, her dude. And, um, but didn't know how to say it, I guess, you know, didn't want to hurt nobody's feelings kind of a thing too. So kind of was like peer pressured into it, I guess you could say. And then after the fact was like, oh fuck, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what just happened. You know, like I, I need to talk to Jenny about it. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, when I found the situ heard the situation, I, I really did understand though where he was coming from because when I first started beach body coaching back in 2012 um I I later did not resonate with my coach um because she was getting really religious and telling me that I shouldn't swear you know just things like that and I'm like the fuck that's you you run your business the way you want to run your business and I will do that with mine so if I decide that I'm going to say fuck on a team call, don't invite me. Like, you know my energy. You know how I am. Like, why would you invite me and then tell me I can't do this, that, and the third? And I need to be careful about what the words are. Like, fuck, don't invite me to your fucking call. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I just got irritated um, because she wanted me to be like her. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like you, you know? And so it slowly became this thing where I didn't really resonate with her. And so that's why it was so important for me to make sure that Karen was with the coach that he wanted to be with. That was more important. I wasn't judging. It was an observation that he was doing the coach hopping, but I still wanted to make sure he was where he wanted to be. That was what was important because it sucks when you're with a coach you don't fuck with, like you don't resonate with. It sucks. So anyway... Um, what had happened was I reached out to both of them, Karen and Jenny. I called them both. Nobody answered. And I told Jane, cause I was going to three way or whatever, four way the conversation. So everybody knows what's going on. Jenny knows that he's switching, you, you know, all that stuff. Right. But nobody answered only Jane. Right. So I, I texted, um, Jenny and well, what happened was, um, so Jane wanted me to like help her to delete the order that she created for Karen. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it's easy. It's easy. Don't worry. So I was telling her where to go. And guess what? Brought a man when already fucking purchased his order from Jane. And so that means he spent more money than he needed to because he didn't need to spend more money. He already had everything that he needed in order to be under her. Like he could have just switched because he was a customer. When you become a coach, you have a five-day window of time to decide if you're going to switch to somebody else, okay? So anyway, um, yeah, so he, um, or so, so he had already purchased and I was like, okay, don't worry. I will fix this because this is not permanent. Like we can fix this. He can ask for a refund and then if Jenny 
is cool with him staying on your team, he will stay there. And if he's, if she's not and wants him back, we can switch him back, you know? And, and Jane was cool with that. You know, like if Jenny does, isn't cool with this, like he can go back to her. So I was like, Nori, you don't have to do anything. I'm going to talk to Jenny. So I texted Jenny. I told her all the things. I told her what to do, you know, what he needs to do and all da 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 da. And that was it. And I didn't expect a response because it's the weekend and everybody's doing weekend shit with their family. I don't expect a response, but I did my stuff, right? I let her know what was going on. I told her how to fix it and all that kind of shit. And I just left it at that, right? And she can do it in her divine time when she's ready to fucking do it, right? So a week goes by and then it's this week and on Wednesday morning, you know, I do my, my usual culinary and I go on social media. I give loves to all my hui peoples. And I noticed that Karen shared that he became a coach. And I was ecstatic. I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, yay. Jenny has a new coach. Maybe she talked to him and, you know, got him to do it and all this kind of shit. And I was just like excited, you know, for this, for this person because he does all the things. And, um, I commented on his stuff and I was like, you know, I invited him to new coach training because I want him to feel included. So, you know, um, even though I really feel like he doesn't need it because he already kind of knows what to do, you know, he's just he's just on it and um, no response. But that's OK. But I seen him responding to Jane, you know, on social media. And I was like, huh, that was four minutes ago. And, you know, he didn't respond to something that I said early, early this morning. But I was like, ah, maybe he has to think about it. You know, maybe, you know, it's scary when you don't know what to expect, you know, so it can. Some people got to think about it. Like for me, I just going to be like, oh, yeah or no, you know, because I'm fire energy. I'm Pitta too in Ayurveda. Right. So it's like we know, you know, what we're going to do. And it's either yeah or no. So some people got to think. <coughs> and I get that. And so um, I just left, left it alone. And that was that. Okay. So fast forward to about three o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday. And I start getting these mean chest pains. And, you know, with energy, it manifests in physical things like that. Ailments, dis-ease in the body. Okay. And whenever I get heart pain or not heart pain, but like chest pains, heartburn, whatever they call them, it's always... It always happens before I'm going to get attacked by someone. And it's because I pissed them off. It's because someone is angry at me. And my husband used to think I was crazy because I would, I would tell him that like, oh, I'm getting heartburn. I'm pissed off somebody. And usually I will see that person's face or I'll think of the person. And it's, it's usually that person. And then later on in the day or whatever, a few minutes after that, they're calling me, they're texting me, they're fucking something and they're cussing me out. And so... I call up my husband because he's driving home from work, you know, and I'm like, bro, I'm getting fucking heartburn. And he's like, who the fuck did you piss off? So like I said, in the beginning, he thought I was crazy. But when you start seeing the patterns and I'm telling him I have heartburn and then I thought of this person and then he sees my text messages later on that this person's fucking cussing me out or they call me up and they cuss me out. Like he's like, whoa, <laughs> there is some truth to that shit, this woo woo shit. Um, but I'm telling you, so. What happened was I called him. I said, I'm getting heartburn. Who did you piss off? And then I changed the subject and didn't even realize and make the connection that it was Karen. Because what I did when he said, who did you piss off? I thought of Karen, didn't make the connection with the heartburn and started like raving about Karen and how awesome Karen is and doing all the coach things and became a coach. And oh my God, I'm so excited for Jenny and da, 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 da. And then it like totally changed the conversation. And then we got off the phone because he was almost home. 
So then I'm like, oh, let me make sure Jenny, you know, did whatever she needed to do. And let me see where, where Karen is. Like, is, is Karen in Jenny's team or is Karen in Jane's team? Like, I just want to make sure, you know, he's where he wants to be because now it's the next day. So he's got a four day window of time to figure out, you know, to be where he wants to be. So I go look, not under Jenny, but he's under Jane. So I'm like, okay, let me call Jane. So I call Jane and I'm like, and then at the same time, I'm texting Jenny and I'm texting Karen. And I'm like, hey, I saw that you became a coach. You know, congratulations. Are you supposed to be under Jenny or Jane? You know, just let me know because if we need to change things, I can totally help you. I text Jenny. Hey, I saw Karen became a coach. Is he supposed to be under Jenny or Jane? Because them two, they didn't answer me the first time. So I'm messaging both of them. And then I have Jane on my phone, you know, talking to me, right? Because she always answers my calls. And so I'm like, hey, hey. So, you know, at the same time, I'm like, hey, where is he supposed to be? You know, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's supposed to be under me. And, you know, we talked about this and we weren't going to say anything, you know, Tuesday night when he did it. So we waited until Wednesday. And, and that was kind of weird. I'm like, oh, wait. So does Jenny not know? Like, I was kind of confused. But then at the same time, Jenny just texted me and said, yes. Or she said, no, leave him be. Because I was like, do we need to move him or something? I said something like that. And which is like, move him back to you. Do we need to move him back to you kind of thing? And she was like, no, leave him be. But see, the way that she texted it, it came off like I was bothering him is how I kind of took it. But then I'm like, well, maybe I'm taking it out of context or whatever. Maybe she's busy and it's a very straight, short, direct message. Like, cool. So I said, okay. And then I texted Karen and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm on the same page. I get it. Welcome to, you know, our family, blah, blah, blah. That was it. And then I told Jane, well, uh, Jenny just texted me. She said, leave him be. And then she was like, oh, okay, good. You know, so, you know, you take everything is good. <laughs> and then pow, right? Wrong. So we get off the phone and, you know, I'm, I'm talking story with my husband. You know, I'm still, I'm still raving about, about Karen. And now I'm happy because Jenny and Jane are on the same page and he's where he wants to be and he's going to be fire and just, you know, all that shit. Right. Well, I start getting all these DMs and I'm like, oh, it's probably a moderator account. And then I look and it's not. It's my High Vibe Hui account and I'm getting DMs from Karen and they're not nice. <laughs> and so I'm like, what? So I screenshot it and I send it to Jane and then I show my husband the, the messages. And so he's reading the DMs and stuff and he's like, what the fuck? You pissed this guy off. And he's like, that's why you're getting heartburn. And I'm like, bruh, I was so confused. So. Karen basically was like, this is becoming too much. Stop harassing me. I don't want to be linked with you. So now I have to change my sponsor again. You know, stop talking about me to Jane. Stop asking about me to Jenny. Um, just, you know, shit like that. And I was like, I'm sorry, excuse me? <laughs> like, oh, what the fuck did I do? This bitch is acting like I fucking gossiped about them or something. Or I, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't understand. So I sent... Karen an audio message because that's how we would communicate in the past was through audio messages on DMs or in our text messages. And so I sent an audio too because I wanted him to hear my voice because text can be taken out of context. And so I said, 
I apologize if you feel like I'm harassing you, but I'm just handling my kuleana for my business because I run this like it's a business and I pay attention to what's going on. And all I ever wanted was for everybody to be happy and to be on the same page. And I wanted you to be under the coach that you wanted to be under. That's all I ever did. And I said, I don't understand how this comes off as harassment, but I will leave you be. Because, and I didn't say this to him, but I respect people's boundaries and space. And then I said, and I wish you the best. That's all I said. And I sent it. Well, I went to go cook dinner, you know, do whatever. After we Paul eat dinner, I went back and I saw that he had messaged me. And he said, I'm not listening to that audio. If you got something to say, type it. And I'm like, really? I wanted to fucking go old how on him and just rip him a fucking asshole like bitch you like it up the ass let me give you some shit up the ass here you go let me tell you all about your fucking self and then i was like no don't stoop to his level do not lower your vibration do not give away your power to this guy and i had to just delete it i just deleted the message because here's the thing you don't want to hear the message then you don't need to hear the message i guess it's not meant for you um, because you don't want to hear, you know, where I'm coming from because this pattern that he has is to burn bridges. And it also showed me that he has definitely got some mental health things that he needs to work on. He is mentally in- unstable or whatever. He's reacting to things from a wounded space and he's really triggered by me for whatever reason. I fucking don't know. Um, don't care either, to be honest. And um, I had to walk away from that and just be like, okay, well, we don't fucking vibe. Like, we're definitely not on the same frequency. And that's probably why he thinks that Jenny is so not genuine is because he's not genuine. It's all projections. Me harassing him. I don't know. Maybe he harasses people. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what a projection is. It's where you point out the flaws in other people because it's easier to point it out in other people instead of acknowledging how you have done those things or are doing those things, maybe in different ways to other people, to, you know, somebody else. So um, I get that. And I was just like, yeah, I can't. I can't give any mana to this. And I'm not going to entertain the conversation. We are not going to go back and forth. I am not going to give him what he wants, um, which is maybe attention because he seems like an attention whore. And um, I'm just going to leave it, like let it go. So delete and forget about it. Unfollow all the things, right? But he had already unfollowed me and unfriended me from the Apple and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So he already took you know it's like the trash taking itself out honestly and um it it's it's unfortunate you know because i really feel like he would have been a great asset to our hui and he would have had all the kako from everybody and he would have had a loyal ass friend in me um because i i i mean <laughs> i'm a good ass friend like you know what i'm saying but sometimes people will see you as like a bad person or or the bad guy in their story, you know, and not like a hero or whatever or an ally. And that's okay. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta go about your business. You gotta go about your life and let them think whatever they're gonna think. But the next day, Thursday, I really was bothered by this because I hadn't heard back from Jenny. 
Oh, the other thing I forgot to tell you was after I got those text messages or those DMs, I reached out to Jenny again in a DM and I said, hey, I'm really confused because, you know, Karen DM'd me and said that I was harassing him. And I really hope that you don't feel the same way too, because I don't know what kind of conversations they're having. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if, if I'm coming across wrong, you know, like, like I'm doing something wrong. And so she never responded to me. So I could not sleep. Wednesday night, I was tossing and turning because I value that relationship that I have with Jenny a lot. And it really bothered me that she didn't respond. But like I said, I understand people process in different ways. And she's going to get back to me whenever maybe she decides that she's ready to talk about it. Maybe she feels betrayed by these two people and not ready to talk. You know, maybe she's processing. Maybe she I don't know. But I'm going to honor her space and her time and her boundary. But I just wanted to make sure that she knew where I was kind of coming from. Like, I hope I didn't come across like I was harassing. I was just really worried and panicked because I know what it feels like to not be with the coach that you want to be with. And it sucks. So anyway, but I was really I was still bothered by it. And then I was think, you know, so Thursday I wake up and I still have this heavy heart and I'm worried about Jenny and how she feels. I'm worried about if she's upset with me because she, I don't know, maybe was fed information from Karen that might have not been true and is thinking a certain way about me. I, I don't know right now where we stand. And I like to know. <laughs> I like to have closure. I like to know like where where we are. And, and honestly, that's why I appreciate Karen because it was very direct <clears throat> and it happened quickly. And then now it's done. And now we both know we ain't friends. So when we see each other, if I ever see him up in Ogden, because we go there a lot, or at Summit or Beachbody events or whatever, like I know where we stand and I'm going to put on my high maka maka mask. My... <laughs> I know that sounds really fucked up and low vibrational, but it's a, it's kind of a hashtag. Who are you? Like, who are you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know you. Oh, oh, Karen. No, I don't, I don't remember. Because um, <laughs> it is what it is. Like, you, you kind of fucked me. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of you kind of stabbed me in the back um, or slapped me in the face. Maybe that's better. It was kind of a slap in the face for no fucking reason. Instead of trying to figure it out, he was so quick to just be like, you know, fuck you. I'm out. Um, instead of trying to figure it out. And that says a lot about a person and how much they value your friendship or you as a person. And that's why I'm so eager to figure out where I stand with Jenny because I value that. I'm not just gonna be like, oh, well, fuck you, bitch. I'm out. Like, I would never. Like, no fucking way. So anyway, that that happened. And so, yeah, I was feeling really shitty on Thursday and instead of doing my usual where I drink my superfood shake in the morning and I take my energize and I work out and all that kind of stuff, I fucking ate a half a bag of shrimp chips in my bed. I sat in my bed in my pajamas with bed head. Um, I may or may have not brushed my teeth yesterday in the morning, so don't judge me. But I was in a fucked up place mentally. I felt really sad. Uh, I started questioning myself, you know, like... Did I do something wrong? Could I have done something different? I do a lot of introspection, believe it or not. Um, I don't like to get into that space where I'm thinking, thinking, thinking all the time. But I do. I do a lot of introspection. And I, I, had, I was doing that. And it was making me feel shitty. 
because I was like, fuck, maybe I shouldn't have gotten involved. Maybe I should have just let them handle this shit on their own. Um, like all that. Right. And then I was like, wait a minute. No, like I'm this I'm the leader to this team. Um, I have to be in there with them. I have to help them. Like this is their first time doing this shit. They're new. I have to be like, oh, I can fix this. Oh, this is what we need to do. Oh, what does he want? You know, like, where does he want to be? I can fix it. Like, this is what we do. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. I had to. There wasn't anything else that I could have done differently. I had to do it the way it, it happened. But you know what? Also brought things back full circle into perspective for me is the full moon and Aquarius that's coming up. Sidereal Aquarius. This is going to show us who needs to be released. Who we, I mean, guys, Kako, sorry. It's going to show us who needs to be let go of in our hui, in our friend circle, because that's Aquarius energy. Aquarius, <laughs> Aquarius energy is about your, your people that you work with or you're doing things with and you guys have a common goal. The full moon is about letting go of shit that's no longer serving so when you mush that together, right, that, those energies of the full moon and the Aquarius, sidereal Aquarius, right, that is about letting go of people that are not aligned with your hui, that are not aligned with your folks' goals. So maybe on the outside externally, right, Karen's a coach, Karen claims to want to help people, but maybe it's not genuine, and that's not aligned with our hui because our hui is super fucking genuine about wanting to help others. And that's why he didn't really fit in. And he kind of knew, right? Because he removed himself. He knew that we were on a different vibe. Not saying that his vibe was shit. It's not. It's, it's whatever his truth is and what he needs to work through. But it wasn't aligned with ours. And that's why it happened. And this had to happen. And so, um, you know, whether Jane and Jenny work this out between each other, I don't even know if there's anything going on there. Um, but that's also going to be full moon and sidereal Aquarius things. So it's either going to make or break these bonds that you have with your friends. That's Aquarius energy. That's 11th house kind of stuff. Like, that's what Aquarius rules, the 11th house. So you're going to start seeing this kind of shit play out for you, too where this person aligns with me or this person doesn't. If you're like my sibling who doesn't really have friends right now um, and she's been doing shit all by herself, what, what it's going to show you instead is it's going to show you goals or dreams or aspirations that are no longer aligned with you. Those are the things that are going to be let go. And you're going to start moving closer and closer towards the things that are are aligned with your um, truth, I guess you could say. Um, because that's also Aquarius, right? It's about working towards what is right, maybe even for humanity or working with a group of people for a common goal to make changes that are good for everybody involved in the situation. So if you're like my sister and you don't really have people in your life, you know, friends or whatever, and you're kind of a loner, then you're going to be dealing with more of the, the goals and the aspiration aspect of the energy. Anyway, so when I fucking realized this shit, um, it was late 
in the day. I mean, I didn't show up for my workout until after dinner. And we fucking pizza, girl. I gave into pizza. I fucking drank soda. I went to the grocery store. I seen that they had those liter. I don't even, two liters. Is that what they're called? I don't even buy soda. I don't even drink soda. And I bought five of them because it said two, buy two, get three free. I was like, bitch, hook it up. I bought fucking five two liters. My husband was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like drinking soda. And the kids were loving their life. I fucking drank Dr. Pepper yesterday and I was like... <laughs> Girl, you would have thought I was fucking drinking hard liquor. It was so zingy. I don't even know the word. Because I don't drink soda. So when I drank the Dr. Pepper, oh my God, it like burned my fucking throat. I was like dying. Like, what? I drink CMOS tea and water. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, sometimes juice, you know? Like, I don't know. That's rare too. But, um, Girl, when I drank that soda, I was like, what the fuck are they putting in this shit acid? Like, what are my kids drinking right now? What the fuck? But it was because I was in this low vibe place because I gave my energy away. I gave my mana away to that situation, to that Karen, right? I know this was so fucking long, but I hope that it helps somebody. I know you're probably not going through the exact same thing, but... I get into those moments too where I give away my power, but it matters when you catch yourself. You catch yourself and you get your shit together and you say, fuck that. I'm not subscribing to that fucking narrative. Fuck Karen. Bye, bitch. And you handle your kuleana and you show up for yourself. So I ended up working out last night at like seven something in the evening. And I'm so happy that I did. Because I almost skipped. And I just started this program. Like that was going to be day four for me of 21. And I was already missing after three days of going. And I was about to let this, this situation get in the way of what is bringing me happiness. Fuck all of that, right? So when you get into that space where you feel really, really low and you are giving away your power... You have to pick yourself back up. Don't expect nobody else to fucking do it for you, bitch. You do it. You pick yourself back up. I'm about to cry. I don't even know why. I'm not a crybaby. But you got to be your biggest support system. Honestly, it's great to have a hui. It really is. And, you know, Jen, seeing Jenny, um, you know, show up for herself in her stories... Um, you know, cause I could easily take that, take it some type of way where it's like, oh, she's not responding to me in the text message, but she's showing up our story. Fuck that. I don't, I'm not going to think like, like that towards her. She is showing up for herself and she did not give her power away to that situation at all. And that right there was so fucking inspiring. I wanted to text her and tell her that, but I'm like, no, I have to give her her space and I can tell her this later if it comes up. But she's the reason, one, a huge reason. Number one was because I had to fucking, you know, get my mind right about the situation. But number two was also because I was watching her show up. I, I saw her in the business elevation me meeting that we had. She was there. She wasn't allowing the situation to fuck with her. Isn't that beautiful? So anyway... That is another way that you um, 
can empower yourself and not give away your mana is by showing up for you. Showing up for you. Don't let the bullshit be an excuse. You know, find that reason to show up for yourself. Don't allow those external things to to fuck up the shit that you've been building. Right? Because you put too much hard work into that. I can't remember if I kept this segment. But it, it goes back on the, the whole thing with the rat in the garden. The fly in my bedroom that flew into my head and flew into my hair while I was podcasting. I don't even know if that's going to be on here. Because I can't remember what, what's being deleted and all that shit. But, I'm, you know, I, I, like I was saying, um, my bedroom... I decorate it. You know, I have pictures on the wall. I've got fuck ton of plants. This is my sanctuary. This is where I come for inner peace. And there was a fly in here and it flew into my hair and it flew into my eyeball almost. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to let this external thing, right? That doesn't even belong in my fucking sanctuary. Fuck with me. I'm not going to let that rat outside fuck with my garden like that. Like, sorry. I don't know about anybody else, but that bitch is going to die. I set up a trap. <laughs> I put some food in there and those bitches are going to go. Uh, but anyways, I, I work too hard for this hui, for my garden, for this inner, you know, this sanctuary that I have in my bedroom to allow something outside of it to disrupt it. I'm not giving my mana to that shit. So you too. Okay. I love you guys. Mahalo so, so much for listening. Big mahalo to you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, share them with your mother, your father, your auntie, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your neighbor, and all your whole aloha on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and kanakapudikal.com.